0: This podcast does not replace the need for consultation with a licensed professional and no information should be relied upon unless you have obtained specific advice or treatment from myself or another physician. Please review the terms and conditions located at www.weightsolutionsforphysicians.ca before continuing. Welcome to episode 108 of the Weight Solutions for Physicians podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Key. Thanks for joining me. Now, if you are a physician who is struggling with feeling in control with food or your weight, then you are in the exact right place. It is possible to find freedom from stress eating where you're not always thinking about what you're eating or what you should or shouldn't eat and working to like exert control and effort on sticking to your plans. If you want help finding that freedom in 2021 then join my wait list for my next group of stress eating SOS. It's going to start January 11th. Doors will open for registration at the end of December. And if you want to be notified as soon as they're open and access some early bonuses, then head over to waitsolutionsforphysiciansca forward slash SOS so that you can get on that wait list and start thinking about some freedom in 2021 for yourself. I just opened the doors for Black Friday weekend as a special event where I allowed some people to register for the January group. And then we're going to do some bonus coaching all through December as a bonus for purchasing over Black Friday. And I'm really excited to get going with this new group and start helping them find control and find that ease around food, especially as we head into one of the busiest months. And that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about navigating the holiday season during the COVID era. I usually do a session about navigating the holidays around this time. And I thought that this year it's a bit different. It requires a slightly different conversation because I think for most of us, our holiday season is going to look different than what it has in the past. And Holidays are usually challenges, but I think this year is going to create its own challenges and it's worthwhile thinking about them ahead of time so that you're prepared and you've got a plan in place for yourself and you can get through the holidays as successfully as possible with regards to your eating and enjoying the holidays, but feeling in control around the food. So let's talk about how the holiday season usually goes. I know for me for so many years, it would start with me having good intentions and I would have a plan of just being kind of perfect. (laughs) My plan would be things are going well, I'm just going to stick to this and just be really careful with my eating so I don't gain weight this December would be kind of how the conversation would go in my mind. And then at some point in the month, I would start to slip and I would start to be eating food I didn't usually eat or overeating or maybe going out to some parties and drinking more than usual and ending up eating more than usual. And my thinking would start to shift into, oh, now I've blown it. And then it would just be like that giving up where, okay, well now it's done. I remember my mother-in-law used to always have like constantly refilling bowls of chocolate out in her house. So when we'd go home to visit from Christmas, like even during university years where we'd go home and there would just be always like a bowl of turtles and a container of after eight on the table. And it was like this constant refilling thing. And so I would go with good intentions and then all of a sudden be eating chocolates like all day, every day, because they were always right in front of me. And so at some point there was that giving up sense of, well, I've really blown it. And so I can't fix it. I'll have to just sort it out in the new year. And I would argue that that was probably one of the most detrimental thought patterns that I carried. And I know a lot of you carry too. The clients I work with, the patients I have in my obesity medicine program, we all carry this idea that once we've messed up, it's unfixable until some time in the future where we arbitrarily decide we will be able to get back on track. And January 1st is just drilled into us where there's actually nothing different between say December 23rd and January 1st. It's just a mental thought process about the difference. So how does that look different now? Because my holiday seasons have changed significantly. It's not that I don't eat any of the stuff, like I will have some cookies or some pie or those sorts of treats, but definitely year after year, the amount of that stuff I eat has gone down. And the way that I've been able to do that successfully is by working on my mindset. So it's not a big deal recognizing what those foods actually do to me. Because to be honest, that Christmas holiday season where I would be eating all the chocolates and the cookies and everything that was in front of me, I didn't feel good. I didn't have energy. And I recognize that more and more in my own body now, how much even a day of eating more sugar and more processed carbohydrates, how much that impacts my next day and my mood and how I feel physically. And it's just not really worth it. And working on a mindset where I don't feel deprived when I make those choices, and that's huge. And I know if you're sitting there not sure if you can actually get control of your eating for the long term. And having felt deprived in the past, it can feel a little bit unbelievable that you could pass on something like cookies or your favorite pie and just not actually worry about it. But with working on your mindset, that is 100% true. And we're going to talk today about some techniques that you can use for your holiday season to start trying that out and working on it. So my holiday seasons now, I do still have some treats, if you want to call them that. But it's not that snowball effect that I used to have. Because like I said, that idea of, well, I've really blown it, I may as well keep going, I think is one of the most harmful concepts that we have. And so it ends up creating more grief than the initial eating that we had done does. And so... What I'm wanting for you out of this episode, or I'm hoping that you can take away from this episode, is a plan for yourself where you can actually enjoy the holidays, that they don't have to feel like this giant expanse of deprivation, but that you actually can finish the holidays feeling reasonably in control, that you feel physically good, you feel physically energized, that you enjoyed the holidays, but that you didn't feel like you had that big snowball effect with your eating. So everybody's goals is going to be different over the holidays. Your goal may be to lose weight or maybe it's just to maintain your weight. Whatever feels right to you, by using these techniques, you can create a plan that's going to work for you to achieve that. So let's talk about my advice that I usually give over the holiday season of how to approach them. And usually the place where we get tripped up on the holiday season is with socialization. We hit the end of November, beginning of December, and all of a sudden lots of Christmas parties and other holiday parties start. And those parties often have that air of celebration. Maybe there's alcohol served and we drink more than we usually do through the month. And we end up making choices and eating things we don't normally eat. And it sometimes can feel like you don't have a choice. So when you're in that celebration Yay, it's a party type mindset. You can end up making choices that feel that you didn't really plan on, but you didn't really have a choice. And a lot of that's to do with the mindset of how we're thinking about those events when we go into them. Now, obviously, this year with COVID for most of us, holiday entertaining is going to be very different. For us here in British Columbia, the state we're currently in, There is no holiday entertaining. Holiday entertaining is within our household and that's it. So it will look different. There's not going to be the office parties and all of that. So it's not going to be the same multiple big events on your calendar. But I suspect there's still going to be things within the holiday season, even if you're celebrating on a smaller scale, that's still going to trigger eating or temptation to eat. So normally what I would say is look at the calendar, mark off all the different events that you have, and then choose which ones are actually special, which ones are events that you want to eat something differently or drink differently than you normally do on where it means something to you. Because the way we usually approach it is every event feels special because it's an event. But when you look at it and you look at all of the events you have in the month, it doesn't always make sense for them all to be special. So if you do have some events coming up, looking at them and deciding which ones actually are special where you want to do something different and you want to plan something different and then you plan for it. And then the other ones where you look at them and you go, you know what, my husband's office party, maybe I don't need to do anything special with. And then you make a plan of how you're going to show up at that particular event. Are you going to drink alcohol? Make a plan for it if you're not. What are you going to drink instead? Are you going to eat off plan? If not, what are you going to eat? What food might be there? Are you going to eat at the party or are you going to eat before and just fast at the party? There's lots of different options of how to approach it. But if you don't do the planning, you don't actually have the option or the opportunity to see all those options. In the moment when you walk into the party and think, I'm just going to stay on track, but you haven't planned for it, your brain's not going to see the different options that you have available. You can see them much better when you plan in advance. So let's talk about this year. What's going to be different? Like I said, there's going to be fewer events. So less like focused time that might be focused around eating in the past. However, I think there's a couple aspects of this holiday season that is going to be more tricky. And the main thing is, I think this holiday season, there's going to be more stress. So there's fewer events, there's fewer things for us to run to and get to. And I'm kind of looking forward to that. <laughs> less going here and there to get to different things, less busyness. But there's going to be more stress in the sense of the unknown. And now that's an unknown we've been living with since February, March of this year of COVID, of not knowing what the numbers are going to do, not knowing what work is going to be like. A lot of you, I know, are having unpredictable work shifts in that when you're supposed to be off, you might be getting called in because people are sick or family member's sick. There's a lot of unpredictability and unknown right now. And I suspect it's going to be a bit more over the holiday season, particularly if you're in a place where the COVID numbers are on the rise like we are. And so there's the unknown of, are you at risk of getting covid Could somebody in your family get it? All those things that we've been dealing with, but there are background stress that can contribute to eating. The other stress that I think is going to be an issue this holiday season is the isolation. So if you're in a place where get-togethers are not recommended, or if you're choosing not to have get-togethers because of just your own safety concerns, that isolation that we've all, again, been experiencing to some extent through COVID I think is likely to be more pronounced during the holiday season because it's a season where we're used to celebrating with friends and family. We're used to not being isolated and this year by nature we are going to need to stay more isolated and I think that that's a stress that could add up to more eating and you know the form of eating where you're just at home and you're just like Ugh, I don't know what to do so I just don't feel quite right so I'll eat something. I think that That's the type of eating that the isolation is going to show up as of over the holiday season. And then the other stress is going to be changes to traditions. So holiday seasons are full of traditions. And there are traditions that we often look forward to year after year. And this year, a lot of them we're not going to be able to do. There's changes to most of the traditions. So for our Personal traditions. One of our favorite things that we do is Christmas Eve. We usually have people to our house and we build a luge track on our back lawn. We have a wooded area behind us and it goes up quite a steep hill. So we create a luge track for sledding where we create all these twists and turns down our backyard. Super, super fun. (laughs) So much fun. And we have all of our friends over and have like a traditional Christmas Eve dinner from my husband's family of what they usually cook, which is ribs and cabbage rolls and things like that. We can't do that this year. And I'm sad about not having that tradition. I guess we as our family will set up the loose track if we have enough snow and do something similar, but it won't be quite the same. And then, you know, little traditions like there's like a Christmas train that our kids usually left going to it's a little motorized train that you sit on it goes through Christmas lights and things like that aren't an option this year and so that kind of grieving those lack of traditions I think has a very good chance of also triggering some eating where you might seek out more traditions that are more within reach during COVID and the easy ones might be food right like you might find yourself wanting to bake more or create those special traditional foods just to feel some tradition. And I think the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if you can recognize it and see it and notice it, you'll be able to manage it in a more productive way. So that doesn't mean don't go bake any traditions, right? Like, again, when we come to weight loss, it's very easy for our brains to be black and white and be like, okay, for me to do this perfectly, I need to not bake any of the cookies but maybe it means that you're selective in which traditions truly mean something to you and you're selective in which ones you actually do. So let's talk about how to approach this holiday season. Number one, and I was kind of alluding to this, really identify which food traditions are important and plan them. So again, being successful over the holidays does not mean you don't get to eat any of the food that you like over the holidays. It just means maybe you don't eat all the different foods that might be available over the holidays. You choose the ones that actually mean something to you and that you really want. You plan them in and then the other ones that show up, you choose not to eat them. And that may sound overly simplified, but if you can choose not to eat them knowing that that's in your choice, that's in your power, and that you've already planned some delicious treats through the holiday season, it can be much easier. If you're trying not to eat the other food that comes across and just really working to not eat it, then that's going to feel very different than just making a simple choice and being like, you know what, I'm choosing not to eat that because I know I have better things planned. The feeling within those two are subtle, but it can be really different and really powerful when you want to move through the holiday season feeling in control, but not deprived. So ask yourself at the beginning of the season, what are the foods that are really important? What are the ones that make your holiday season feel good? And when do you want to have them? And how often do you want to have them? What would be reasonable for you? And setting that all up ahead at the beginning of the holiday season will help set you up for success. Now, the second thing that I would suggest you do when approaching this holiday season is self-care. I think this is the holiday season of self-care. We're not always that great with self-care on the holiday seasons. I don't know about you, but I often finish feeling a little bit run down. (laughs) Like the holidays are great and they're fun, but there's a lot of work involved in doing the entertaining and going Christmas shopping and all the other things, as well as all the regular work, et cetera. So, Normally, holidays, I think, are actually a little bit depleting in that we don't focus on what we need. We focus on kind of what we need to get done. So focusing instead on this holiday season on self-care. So there's going to be more time. There's going to be more space focusing on what you need to do to take care of yourself, recognizing that there are these additional stressors this year that didn't exist other years. So what non-food activities can you do to care for yourself and celebrate the holidays. So are there activities that are fun celebrations of the holiday that don't involve food, but that make you feel good, that maybe don't take a ton of time to prepare and get ready so you're not exhausted by the time you do it, but where you can actually just enjoy it and have fun with it. So like our luge track would be an example of something that we'll do this year as long as we have enough snow in that it's super fun. We all have fun with it. It's fun building it as a family. It's fun going down it as a family. And that's a tradition for us. This year, we're doing cross-country skiing with our kids. And so getting out with them on the ski trails is going to be something we do a lot of over Christmas as building a new tradition. And what I really find when we're doing these activities that are enjoyable and our traditions, the important piece of it is building presence, working on actually being there in activity while you're doing it. So it is self-care because you can be doing something like say going for a walk with your family and not actually be present in it. And it won't feel like self-care in the same way. Or you could sit and do something on your own as self-care. But again, if you're not present and enjoying it, it doesn't feel as replenishing as it can if you focus on truly being present in the moment and not worrying about things that you might have to do later that day or later that week or all that stuff that our brains tend to be thinking about. And what I encourage you to do this year is, again, when you're looking at your whole holiday season, you're thinking about the foods that you want to eat and you're scheduling when you're going to do that, schedule in your self-care, put it into your calendar decide what things you want to do or what chunks of time you want to have for self-care and put it into your calendar now so that you know it's there and that you know you have that time and then my third tip for managing the holiday season is prepare for some ups and downs. So I think it's going to be expected for a lot of us that this holiday season there's going to be parts that are really great and then there's probably going to be some times where we feel down where we're missing our quote unquote normal life where we're missing the things we used to do pre-COVID, where we're missing that freedom of just being able to go out and visit friends or go shopping without worrying, all those sorts of things that we might not have access to right now. And so recognizing that there may be ups and downs and that those are normal. So we often think in the holidays, we need to be happy the whole time. And then we judge ourselves when we're not. And the reality of being a human and having a human brain is that sometimes we have negative emotions. Sometimes we're not happy all the time and that's okay, even in holidays. And so what I would suggest for this is recognizing that there probably are going to be times that you feel a bit down, that you feel a bit sad or a bit isolated. And again, plan this in advance. Make a list for yourself of what can you do when you're feeling down? What activities help you process that? and help you feel better ultimately. Now, there's nothing wrong with just letting yourself feel down. We often are in a bit of a hurry to get out of it when we have a negative emotion, but you really can just sit and just accept that as part of being a human and part of having a normal human brain, today is a day where I feel down and that's okay. And just realize you don't have to change it. You don't have to get rid of it. But there are activities that probably will help improve it when it is acting like that. Things like journaling, so pulling out a journal and writing down what you're feeling, what you're thinking and looking at your thoughts about it. Doing a mindfulness practice like a breathing exercise, just something as simple as taking a few deep slow breaths and really paying attention to them. Doing a guided meditation. There's lots of free meditation apps out there right now where you can easily access a guided meditation with any length of time you have. And It's amazing how just a really short meditation can actually boost your mood and help you kind of process and move on from however you're feeling. But I encourage you to think what other things could you do? What other things work for you? But write them down because again, this is something that in the moment, if you're feeling down, it's often hard for your brain to think of the things it could do. And so if you pre-plan it, write it down so you've got that list somewhere, it's going to be easier for you to actually... Use items on your list and help yourself feel a little bit better. And then the fourth and final tip I have for the holiday seasons this year is that imperfection is okay. Again, this year's going to look different. We're used to navigating holiday seasons the way they used to look. This year will look different. And that might throw you for a loop occasionally. You may have great plans and then find yourself not following them 100%. And the place where we mess up or shoot ourselves in the foot is when we're imperfect we then pile right on ourselves and beat ourselves up about it and do the kind of thinking I was talking about at the beginning where well now it's blown I can't get back on track till January and we just give up if we just recognize that it is okay to sometimes be imperfect and it is okay that sometimes we make choices that are not on our plan and we just focus on just making that choice And then just moving on and getting back on our plan, it ends up where you have a much more successful holiday season because that one choice doesn't snowball into multiple choices or weeks of choices. That one choice can just be that one choice. And that's really powerful. Plus, when you think about when we beat ourselves up for that one choice, we're then adding more negative emotion. And Perhaps you made that one choice because you were already feeling down or feeling stressed or something had happened that you were trying to process and then you make that one choice. And then when we pile onto ourselves and beat ourselves up with it, we then actually feel worse, which ultimately usually drives more eating. And so the big thing is recognizing that being imperfect is okay. Nothing went wrong. It was just a choice. And all you have to do is learn from it if there's things to learn from it and then move on get back onto your plan, be compassionate with yourself and move on. All right, to summarize the tips for how to approach this holiday season is number one, identify the food traditions and plan the ones that actually matter to you. Identify maybe the ones that don't, but plan the ones that do. Number two is this is the holiday season of self-care. Schedule it in ahead of time so it actually gets done. Decide what things that are non-food related are going to help you celebrate the traditions within the limitations this year with COVID. Number three, prepare for some ups and downs that's going to be normal this year. Plan what you can do for yourself to care for yourself in a compassionate way when you are having one of those downs. And then number four, recognize that imperfection is okay. You don't have to be perfect to have a successful holiday season you just have to not beat yourself up when you're not perfect. That's how you have the successful holiday season. You don't beat yourself up and you just get yourself back to your normal. All right. I would love to hear what you're doing this holiday season to manage it. Send me an email at info at physicians.ca. And don't forget, if you want to find freedom from stress eating in 2021, get on the wait list so you get all the updates about when the doors open and any bonuses that I offer. The link for that is ca forward slash SOS. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.